Attention feminists! Murder Most Irish merchandise available now from teespring.com. Plain, boring old tea's getting you down? Hey, buddy, does your huddy scream fuddy-duddy? Spruce up your wardrobe with brand new and improved MMI apparel exclusively from teespring.com. Don't be a mug? Buy one of ours. Like to steal things? Conceal your identity at the local shop and go with a kooky face mask. Be the swingingest crazy bag lady on the block with our organic totes. Murder Most Irish merchandise at teespring.com for all your murder feminist needs. Teespring.com is a third-party company. All stock manufacturing, purchases and refunds are handled exclusively by them. Any queries should be directed to www.teespring.com. Until 11 o'clock then you know what I'll do I'll be in the bathroom pooping my life away we'll get you vegan ice cream I'll get you a nice yoghurt well then shut your fucking <laughs> mouth right I'll get you what you want ah. hello anyway hello friend how's your week <laughs> it's Monday hold on when did I talk to you last <laughs> I don't even know. I thought yesterday. Uh, did we see each other yesterday? No, we didn't see each other yesterday. We saw each other Saturday. 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 I brought my dad to get vaccinated. Oh, very vaccinated good. Yesterday. I brought my dad to get vaccinated yesterday in the Crow Park Vaccination Centre. Right. And his vaccination time was 11... F- f- 20. 40. What time do you get vaccinated? Right. I brought him bang on time. He was there just before his time. Yeah. And I parked in the car park, like, waiting for him. And I could hear the security guard had, like, his radio on. So the whole thing was really done, really well done, yeah, really yeah. well, you know. But I obviously didn't go in with him. And at that time, the vaccination centre had been open for, like, a couple of hours. Uh-huh. And in the slot just before my dad, 60 no-shows. no, calls, no shows. 60? 60. Well, remember when I went to get tested? People are booking yeah. in for it. I went to get tested and the guy, I was, the guy was, like, looking for my name oh I cut myself I don't know how I did that I was looking for my name in the thing and I just went to him, oh, that's a lot of people and he's like they're all cancellations they just didn't turn up I was like really because to me it's like if I have to get tested for COVID I'm like I have to go like yeah. it's not even a part of my brain going I can't go to, I'm, I have to go but yeah people are turning up for their vaccination bitch give me your vaccine give yeah. me your vaccination give it to me I want to go to Portugal with the English why would you not want to yeah with the English okay and wear a football jersey and talk about Millwall uh, did you see that ludicrous display last night? The thing about <laughs> Arsenal is they always oh, just, just walking in. The thing about Arsenal. <laughs> I want to do that. That's what I want to do, Sarah Jane, and I'm not going to be able to do it. Well, I'm halfway there. Vaccinated. My dad's very sick today. Oh no. Yeah. Like sick how? And like sore, and he's got a headache. Oh, and fuck. He says he's got the chills and what the aches. One time, that, 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 that. What vaccine did he get? The same as me, Pfizer. But my dad has loads of like underlying health That's conditions. It. So your immune system, his immune system is probably shot. Like he's so on he's tons reacting. of medication, loads of drugs, and he's a raging alcoholic. Oh, no, Sarah. <laughs> no, he's not. He's not far off. Nah, he just not. isn't a raging one anymore. Yeah, he's just like uh, I think you hit an age where you can't rage anymore. You're just like oh, I'm drunk, but I'm not raging. Yeah, you know, you know, it'd be great right now. Go on, for now. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> I'm not doing this episode with you. <laughs> Please. 
<laughs> but Colin just edit like responses back to you. Yeah. Me going, <gasps> no, no way. Oh, really? Throw it in, May. Today? Oh, vaccine. Oh. Mask. Yes. Pandemic. Yeah. You bitch. <laughs> you dirty fucking bitch. Are you a... <laughs> I was sure we could. And then just, do? I'll do loads of, okay, okay. yes. No, well, no. Uh-huh. Uh, what you ask me? How was your week? What did you do? I did nothing. Yeah, nothing at all. Uh, I, that's not true. I did do stuff. I went and got filled with work. Oh, you did? With all my peeps from work. And it was so nice and it was lovely. And then the other night I went and got like drunk at work in a Yay! field. In a field. Real yeah. drink. Real drinking. Nothing better. And. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you had I was. Time. Oh my God, I was so drunk. Yeah, but you know what? I was. You to let loose. Absolutely. I was double fisting uh, whiskies. Now, Sarah always says in this podcast, I don't drink. I did drink. She does drink. She just doesn't drink drink. All the time. I would drink like maybe like four times a year. Yeah. Max. Max, yeah. That's a max for me. Yeah. Now, if I go on holidays to Spain, I drink every <laughs> night in a week. <laughs> when you're holidays with me, we drink every day as well. Yeah, but oh, in Spain, and even with you, but right? But that's not real time. That's not a real thing. No, it's but fake. it's not even it's not that's like... not real time. If I'm on holidays in Spain, I'd have like <sighs> two Malibus of pineapple juice in the evening Ooh, so with some ice bef- for like a little... Oh, we're just having we're a just little... just relaxing. Yeah, right? And then if I'm, out, if I'm on holidays with you... I'm Prop, there's probably only one night at holidays where we get locked yeah and then the rest of the time it's like do you want to go in here for a drink yeah sure we'll have a cup we of tea we just in like here. go around yeah we go around yeah 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 we do like an unofficial bar crawl we do the little uh, yeah and that's what I said and I don't get drunk I'd be fucking hammered three o'clock yeah. in the day Pissed. like woo do you want to get pizza <laughs> oh pizza I like your tights I love yeah absolutely that's what it is um, I would eat a pizza right now with Pepperoni. Whatever's going on with you, I'm not know. a fan of it. I don't and you know. need to stop oh, it. am I ovulating? Um, I think I might be ovulating. I had a dream last night. Tell me. Joe Biden was trying to kill me. <laughs> I said yes. something on Twitter. I had a Twitter account apparently. I had hundreds of thousands of followers and it was like a public account, which mm-hmm. is never a smart thing. And I said something about Joe Biden. And then he sent his son over to the apartment. The crackhead guy. Biden's son has a crackhead? Oh my God, Hunter Biden. Have you not heard all of this? No. Do you remember the whole thing was that they were trying to say that Hunter Biden was like, when Biden was, Joe Biden was going for election, they were trying to use Hunter Biden's laptop. Apparently he had all this like information about Russian spies and blah, blah, blah. And they were, they were the right, right side were always talking about Hunter Biden's laptop. That was their entire thing. But Hunter Biden had a really, really bad drug addiction. Like really bad. Um, he's written a book. Doesn't like uh, Joe Biden, right? He's got two two kids, three kids, sure four, kids, four five kids, five kids, seven. eight kids, Nine. twelve. <laughs> um, he has such good names for his kids. Yeah, Hunter's a lovely name. Hunter Biden, Bo, Bo Biden, Bo Biden. Um, but I don't during the. I wanted to call Lily Bo. Hunter knocked on my door, and I opened the door, and, and he's going like, to kill you. Hi, and he's like, "Can I come in?" And I didn't even say no. I said, "Yeah, come ahead." And I came up, and I sat in the bed, and I was looking at him, and I was like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "My dad's really annoyed at you." And in my brain, I was like, oh my God, he's going to kill me. <laughs> and then Hunter sat down here and then Joe came in. What? And he was like, what were you saying about me and Twitter? Joe, what? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what, what? I said about you and medication are you taking? I, honest to God, that was my dream and I woke up and I was like, <laughs> and I was afraid it was going to be a sexy dream, but it wasn't. Oh, thank like, that's God. Okay. Yeah, that was my dream last night. Were you in the dream or were you in the dream? I was lying, I was sitting back in the bed like this. <laughs> yeah, well, do you ever get when you're in a dream and for like, just before you come out of a dream, you're aware you're in a dream yeah. and were you like, Oh, please God, please no. God, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
please don't try and have sex with me so I just woke up and I was like oh Joe Biden what did I say about Joe Biden on Twitter and then I woke up for a second and was like I don't even have a Twitter account well I do to complain not to complain about things but to be like yes to complain about no, things no I don't and I went to my I was like did I say something about Joe Biden because then I was convinced the fucking FBI were going to get involved but it was I didn't say anything it's fine and my account's locked it's not it's, it's open because I complain I don't complain I just say <laughs> you do complain hey, Where's the thing? I'd be like, hey, I'm in the queue for this yeah. airplane and there's no fucking airplane outside. Don't fucking fob me off, you cunt. <laughs> and then I literally go, that, like, act Erlingus. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, international airlines. Or they're like, someone will DM you and then you message back and you go, no one's DM me. <laughs> and I'm like, give them two minutes. So when? When? I <laughs> thought was my dream last night. Okay, very good. Yeah. I'm not on any different medication. I just think I'm having a nervous breakdown, but it's fine. Are you having a nervous breakdown? I feel like I might be on the on the verge, but what's it's going fine. on? I just, do you want to talk about it? No, uh, we can just delete this. No, it's fine. I think I'm just having a weird week. A weird week. Okay. I think it's because uh, is Mercury in retrograde? I still don't know what that means. <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> every time you tell me, and it never is. Every time you tell me there's something wrong with you, I ask you this question <laughs> and then Mercury, go explain this to me. Is Mercury in retrograde right now? No. Imagine it just went. I wish I I was like the HSE hackers. No. And I could hack into your phone and every time you Google no! that. No! Every time you Google that, it just went like this. No, you're just a crazy cunt. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Okay. Well, something else must now. be bumming me out, apparently. Yeah. Do you know what I'll buy you? What? I'll buy you um, to make you feel better. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow's goop. You know goop? Her uh, medicine bag. She, do you see that Google she... Google Goop's medicine bag. Goop's medicine bag. She came out the other day and was like, uh, that uh, because she, because of the pandemic, she ate bread. And it was like, front page news. Here's the thing about porn culture, right? And I'll say this. Tell me. If you have two insufferable cunts, like her and Chris Martin, that fell in love, and one of the insufferable cunts goes off and like meets someone nice and is with somebody nice, you know the other one was like more of an insufferable cunt. <laughs> Goop's medicine bag. What's in her Goop's medicine bag? Show me. Bag? Show me a picture. Just go to images. $85. Scroll down. Is that? Bag of rocks! Bag of rocks! Stops! Yeah. How to use? I'll tell you how to use. You give them to a little kid that collects rocks. Balance the chakra system by placing each crystal over its corresponding its chakra. Sorry, chakra. Carry these crystals wherever you go to continuously let that one needs to be taken out. $85. I needs to go to her house. And you know what? $85 for a bunch of fucking rocks! And she calls them what? Goop healing crystals. No, no, no. Well, you just googled the medicine the bag. Medi- medicine bag. The medicine bag. Ah, would you stop this one? I was really rich. I said I'd do this, but I wouldn't do this. What would you do? I'd go and take, you know that thing that makes you throw up and hallucinate? Ayahuasca? Yeah. I just oh, call it Ipecac. It's Ipecac. Ipecac is like that stuff. That you can, no, Ipecac's a thing. Ipecac. Ipecac. Ipecac syrup. Yeah, it's like a... An expatorant? Does it make you throw up? I don't see. Yeah, forceful vomiting. You see, that's why I call it. Ipico. Well, I get that where you're getting really ayahuasca getting does from. that. Yeah, I don't know ayahuasca. I watched that documentary about ayahuasca. I watched that documentary. And it was fucking heartbreaking. I watched the uh, crazy uh, goop people 
go to an ayahuasca retreat? I feel like it, that, that one of the ladies that did it, who's her boyfriend, like murdered her daughter and then killed himself. I watched a documentary on this lady's partner, shot him, shot her daughter and then shot himself. So obviously she was like on the verge of... How do you live? So she went to do it and it helped her. Like it really helped her. Like she said I don't have any real issues to yeah. do it. I just want oh, to do it. I don't know. How dare you? When that, when you start, my life is perfect. When that, you start vomiting and all that shit's going to come up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my mother! Never <laughs> <laughs> me! They're like, it's okay. She was so judgy! <laughs> but yeah, it's scary. it's scary and also apparently it's doing a lot of damage to indigenous people and stuff like that. So I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't want to do anything like that. One time I told Colin I wanted to do one weed and he nearly had seven breakdowns. So a if weed. I went to go in and said to him, can I do ayahuasca? He would like... Call. Can you get ayahuasca? He would section me. Uh, I don't know. I think we might need to section you tonight. Um, I know someone uh, that I was at a house party with and they had done ayahuasca. Where to get ayahuasca? And the reason I know that they had done ayahuasca is because they hadn't slept in two days since oh, they'd Jesus. done ayahuasca and then showed up at this house party I was at. Mm, outer bin. Um, Where to get ayahuasca? No, we can't get it. No? No. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the end of that dream. Ayahuasca ceremonies. Meet the Irish people who've tried this thing. And we're like, ah, this was like Tuesday night it was grand. But that's me. You were all talking. I don't know. I don't do anything. I don't do drugs. So I don't want to do any of that shit. I don't do but best of luck to everybody who does ayahuasca. Don't I? I don't do duvets. Don't do duvets. That documentary as well, they had like a girl who like reacted really badly to it and they just take her toss off. What was wrong with her? See, she that's what happened to me. Breathe. You like that time in Disneyland? Yeah, she couldn't breathe, and they were like, "Oh shit!" And they had to bring her to hospital. Oh no! So there is obviously. The I'd reaction. be afraid that I would just throw up well, until I like, die. It's an it's a hallucinogen. So has there ever been anyone that uh, died from throwing up? Like they couldn't be stopped. Has anyone ever died from throwing up? Has anyone ever died from vomiting? Yes. Yeah. It is possible to die from throwing. Is her name Sarah Jane and is this the afterlife? <laughs> is this how I find out I'm in a show? This is it. It's called Boerhaave Syndrome. Boerhaave Syndrome. Oof. Oh God, what an awful death. The esophagus can split open from the strength of the vomit. Oh my okay, God. Stop reading that now. Jesus. Want to talk about Bill Gates now? I was right. I said he was doing something. Yes. I knew he was, I knew he did something. So he cheated on her. He was, he was like, "That's the funniest." This man is like, so so rich, so rich. And then women were coming into meetings, and he was sending emails to them afterwards, going, "Hey, I was wondering if you'd like to go out on a date, but you can ignore this if it makes you uncomfortable." So he was like propositioning them, but then ending the email with, "But if you're uncomfortable, it's okay. Like I'm a nice guy. You're married. You're married." You're married. And then when the New York Times did that piece on him and Jeffrey Epstein, apparently that was like the last straw for her. She was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I need to get out of this. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Like, I'm not super... Like, it's like people... I People always act shocked. They're like, really? And I'm like, he's a rich white man. He's a rich... Oh, he's a rich... White... White man. No, I have to say, I didn't see it coming because dude... Dude doesn't have sexual being within but that's, his body. That's what everybody did with that Tiger Woods guy. That's why everybody was so shocked about Tiger Woods because he was kind of this nerdy kind of golf player. And but blah, then blah, blah, blah. I remember, and you I know that like, documentary he did and he was talking about like when two of them were like dating yeah. and she was like, he was he was like, you know, uh, dating everybody. Yeah. And he was like a busy dude. It's just odd. And then I was like, ew. But I hope I hope she's fine on her island that costs 175 grand a day. 
175 grand a day. A day. Her and her three friends are over yeah. there on their little island having a great time. Fuck. She's fine. <laughs> She'll be fine. There are millions of men half her age that will be willing to bang her, so she's okay. Best of luck. Anyway. What's your name? Welcome to this week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> what episode number is this? 40... Uh, 47, I want to say 47. 47. Welcome to this week's episode of Murder Most wow. Irish. Colin's going to have to... Yeah. Uh, this week we talk about Bill Gates. Pillow. And... Talk about no, we haven't talked about Pillow. No. We normally do. Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden's going to kill Emma. He is. On the way. And he's going to choke her. He and then Joe did, Biden's going to take a, his penis out. An episode of Mark Marano. Did uh, he? Biden did, yeah. Mark Marano. I know. He was telling stories about like how bad he was on drugs and stuff. I was like, fuck. Wow. Really bad. Really, really, really bad. Yeah. And then they... The right, like, leaked pic- sex pictures of him and stuff. That's a bit of a mess. Sex pictures? He, yeah, he had sexy pictures and they leaked them. Don't take sexy pictures. Yeah. If you're ever planning on getting famous, don't take don't sex take pictures. Sex pictures. Just don't. Someone's going to hack your sex yeah. pictures. Someone will do it. John Mulaney. Mr. fucking John Mulaney. You know, it's weird because I was reading a thing the other day, but yesterday, and people are like, people are reacting really badly to this John Mulaney thing. Leave him alone. No! Well, don't cheat on your wife! Don't cheat on your wife, but also... If you feel the need to go onto John Mulaney's Instagram page and call him a pig, maybe reevaluate maybe what's don't. going on with you. Maybe don't. Like, will I read out some of the comments? People are so Like, and I, don't, I just don't understand why you like, it's so big. Honestly, I fully believe this. John Mulaney was the only straight man left that women trusted. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that was it. And it's like, yeah, well, he's a straight white man <laughs> with yes. money. So it's like, I don't know what you were expecting. Like, I was reading a, a review of his stand Listen, good luck on your recovery, but screw you <laughs> for giving up on your wife for no reason. <laughs> uh, it's like there's a, his mother is comment, his mother's in the comments being like, you're a disappointment to us oh, so- and to your father. There was something so magical with your wife. What's wrong with you? You were the best couple ever. Now... <laughs> A cheesy actress? Yikes. Sadly cliche. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I think people are going in on him. Like, and they're going in How on him. How can you not be with your soulmate? Yeah, see, this is weird. Like, these, this these is people not... Are, right? You are not in this person's relationship. No. Like, you all need to calm the fuck down. Like, if you don't want to buy his content anymore, don't buy it. Like, that's fine. If that's a, like a reason or whatever don't but like don't be fucking dragging him to hell and it's they're saying awful things about his wife and they're saying awful things about Olivia Munn um but yeah like I was they did he did someone did a review of his stand-up he's doing stand-up shows at the moment dude he was fucked on drugs like oh my god it was really bad like I didn't realise how bad it was like he said that before he went to his intervention, he they what they did is they tricked him. So they were like uh, Seth Meyers and Bill Hader and Fred Armisen and uh, Natasha Leon and Natasha Leon. Leon. There was somebody else via video chat. I can't remember who it was. Via be video chat. Yeah. So someone did it like via video chat. I can't remember who it was. Oh here. Um, Could you imagine tr- like we're go- we're going to have an intervention? <laughs> they were like, just turn the computer around. Yeah. We're very disappointed in you. Um. But he turned up two hours late because he was like doing coke in a gas station bathroom and Adderall. And he was fucked. Like he got down to 105 pounds. Like he was fucked. But he said he turned up and he thought it was going to be like a dinner. And he said, he didn't know Seth Myers was going to be there. And he said Seth Myers opened the door and he was like, what's going on? And it was like a full intervention. 
And then they turned the laptop around. Who was on the laptop? I can't remember. I bet you it was <laughs> Natasha Leon. <laughs> no, she was there for an Emerson because they're dating. What? Yeah, they've been dating for years. Natasha Le- I thought Natasha Leon was a lesbian. No, everybody thinks Natasha Leon was a lesbian. She's not. She's been I dating. fucking love that one. She is hilarious. She's been dating him for years now. I don't know why anyone would want to date Fred Emerson. Uh, who was it? Oh, Nick Kroll was on. Of course, of course. Video. He said, by the power that's vested me. <laughs> Shots! <laughs> I love you, mother! You're the only person I've ever loved, my woman! If anybody does not know what that is... It's from the Kroll Show. Do yourself a favor and watch the Kroll Show. It's Bobby Bottle Service. Bobby Bottle Service, full service, <laughs> bottle service, service, wedding <laughs> service. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's Saul Arcs so this is Celebrity Corner <gasps> we did a whole Celebrity Corner Celebrity and I don't really corner. care about celebrities but I really care about John Mulaney I don't I, I don't care about anybody do you know what it is do you know why I care about John Mulaney he makes me laugh you know he makes me and laugh he makes too. me laugh in a way where he doesn't have sex with a stool yeah and that's what I need in my life um, I don't need do stool sex uh, who, uh, the only good one that's left go Billy Connolly and he's on the way out so <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. Um, and a <laughs> <laughs> I just got to a like comedians. <laughs> um, is there any other good ones left? No, 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 no. Seth Myers. Eh, he's not really a comedian. Yeah, well, like he's just. A dude. Uh, that's very really rest of them. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I don't... Just stand what about Bill Hader? Bill Hader's a good guy. He's well, he's getting divorced from his wife. He's already divorced. He was dating that girl from the OC. Oh, yes! He was! Yeah. She has a type. Um, but there's something about him. Oh, my God. I love Bill Hader. Yeah. Bill Hader's great. But he's probably a straight white man as well. He probably did something wrong. I mean, you can't trust any of them. Oh, look at Shivers. Don't trust a dick. Don't trust the dick. Don't, don't trust don't, the dick. Don't, don't, don't trust the dick. Just don't Unless it's dick. big. No. That's even more reason not to trust the dick. Sarah, you're giving terrible advice to these people. Terrible, terrible advice. To these anyway, are you starting your story? Do you have any housekeeping? Housekeeping? Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Let's move along then. I don't have the Facebook. I haven't been on it. Uh, well, whatever's happening on Facebook. As you tell. <laughs> whatever's happening on Facebook. Um, best of luck to everybody. I don't know why people listen to this podcast. It's just me and you laughing at each other for like 30 minutes. <laughs> whatever's happening on the Facebooks. Send nudes. No, send, don't. Absolutely don't. Oh, please I'm joking. Do. Don't send nudes. I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Send nudes to me. Oh my God. This girl messaged me. In, this is housekeeping. This girl messaged me on Instagram. She bought her mum one of our t-shirts. What? Which I am like, she sent me a story an hour ago. Oh, okay. I, look, I can't look at it now. Look at her. <laughs> I love that guy. Uh, where is she? <laughs> look! Oh my God, her mom is so cute. How cute is her It's Anne-Marie. My Mother's Day gift. Oh no, hold on. My Mother's Day gift, I raised her well. I beg your pardon, Anne-Marie. I believe Anne-Marie's daughter got it for her. Sorry. Oh, her mom. She got it for her, her mom. mom. Oh my God. I said, have to wear an underwire so my girls are your girls level. Yeah, listen. <laughs> Amory, you're so cute. She is cute. She's adorable. I tell you what, those boobs hold up Amory's well. Amory's got great boobs. Um, a lot of people, last week's episode, I think we talked about 
like our body image was that last week's episode that feels like a month ago that feels so long ago um where we I was talking about like when I came oh, yeah. back and like was the doctor yes. was like so you're not sick and my mum was like oh you're just fat um and a lot of people on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram were like saying that the like conversation really helped them Oh, good. Because they've been in a bit of a like, a I hate my body moment. Yeah. Oh, which well, we all go through. We all go through it. I go through that for about three days before my period. I go through that every day. Yeah, I know you do. And I maybe have one day where I'm like, and then the rest <laughs> is just like fat. Um, and a lot of people were saying like that that conversation really resonated. Oh, I'm glad. And I hate to say that word about anything I've ever said. It's and fine. I apologize no, in advance. No, it's fine. You've said it now. Um, <laughs> it's out there. <laughs> We, th- we know. It's in the ether. Um, no, that's great. Okay, good. I'm glad that it, if it, anything helps anybody, that's fucking awesome. Um, oh, The Panic Years is actually a really good podcast. It's by this girl, and her name is Nell Frizzle. Frizzle? 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 Um, and it's Fischism, a, Fischism and Nizzle. It's called The Panic Years. Uh, the only thing is, is because I'm not a mum, there's a lot of like mum stuff in it that I'm like, I don't care. Um, but if you are a mum, it's very interesting for people that have have kids. But it's basically about like her her 20s, like all of her 20s up until like her early 30s when she was just like a mess and didn't know what was happening and didn't understand anything and just felt like she was a failure. And she gets people on to talk about this like specific set of years where you're like, I don't know what's going on. Um, But it's very, very good. Are you, are you supposed to have stopped that when you get into 30? I don't know. I'm constant. I'm in a like constant state of that. But she was like, this podcast sounds like it would sell me over the edge. (laughs) No, it's really good. It's really, really good because there's a lot of people saying stuff where I'm like, oh yeah, no, I did that too. Or, oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, A lot of people who you think really have their shit together, but then when they talk, you're like, oh yeah, you don't have your shit together. I don't think anybody has your shit together. I think people just have different circumstances. Um, but it's very very good um, that's sometimes in work I feel like I have my shit together and then there are other times when I come home and I'm like like the day before I made I decided that I wanted to have scones did you so, make scones? so I made scones but like I left this house I left that house shut up they're not cool I can't bring them over I left that house they're nice hot hang on and let me tell oh, the story fucking bitch I left that house there's butter and half the <laughs> dough rolled out on the kitchen table Oh, an entire like bowl of uh, flour were you just like no on the table the caster sugar is still open the bacon soda is the only thing I could put back in the press were you just like no I made six left the rest of the dough because I was like I only want one oh, but gosh. I made enough dough to make far more than one and did you have your one uh, yeah good but I gave Graham another half um, and then I just left all the rest of the shit there and said fuck that I'm done yeah yeah no you're right Um, I've been doing that a lot lately when I come home from work just been Are like, you just tired? Yeah, I am very tired. Yeah, that's probably what it is, dude. It's the lack of folic acid in my body. Yeah, are you taking your folic acid? Yes, I am. I'm feeling very good. I, I want you to take pictures every day. three in one day during the day. Sarah, <laughs> that's not what you're meant to do. What happens if you take more than I what you're you supposed to? I want you to take a picture of us on your tongue. Uh, yeah, anyway, I got told by the doctor that I have no folic acid. This week at www.patreon.com forward slash Irish, it's a bonanza of exclusive content, including MMI Drive, where Emma and Sarah Jane drive around Bray discussing whores, pasta, all their ailments, and burping a lot. In Behind the Music this week, I deep dive back to the 1830s to talk about the murder of Sarah Cornell and the song that it inspired. You can get these two maxi-pods and the usual selection of bite-sized outtakes and songs, plus monthly specials for only six euros at www.patreon.com forward slash murder most irish right shall i do my story yeah i shouldn't do it with that because it's very sad what's the story about the story okay so this story contains mentions of rape 
and sexual assault and sexual assault on children as well. It's only briefly mentioned, but it's in there. So just if that is not your thing, please skip this. It's not anybody's thing. thing. What a way to say that. That was a terrible thing to say. <laughs> if it is your thing, then go to get help. If it's your thing, go to the put police. Put yourself to the police there now. No, I'm, what I mean is if it's something that you can't listen to. If it's a, if you're triggered. I'll trigger before. I'll, I'll mention the warning before. Uh, where'd you get your uh, references <laughs> my, from? Where, my references are from the Irish Times, the Irish Independent, Echolive.ie Echolive Yeah uh, Newstalk.ie Nope uh, Men's Rea Wikipedia uh, Reddit And I got one, two, three articles From the Irish Independent as well So, so. the fact that you've mentioned Reddit Yeah I already know how this is going to fucking go um, No Reddit was only like a brief Very brief thing that I read yeah. on Reddit that I popped I, I'll tell you what I think it's going to be what I've, I'll tell you what I've preempted at the end of the story Why? What do you think it's going to be? I can't tell you now because I'll ruin it Okay so, um, my story is the murder of Phyllis Murphy. Um, as I said, I'll mention any triggers that are coming up because some of it is quite, not, it is quite graphic. So, on December 22nd, 1979, 23-year-old Phyllis Murphy left her home in Kildare Town to travel to Newbridge. Phyllis was the youngest of a family of 10 and had... What year? 1979 and had many nieces and nephews and she was spending her afternoon buying Christmas presents for them Aww. in Newbridge uh, I love when you go what year like a Mars <laughs> it does matter what year <laughs> it does matter where's a Mars because I was just interested <laughs> <laughs> um, blah, blah, blah. she also got her hair did oh she did and then travelled to meet some friends a little bit up the road in Newbridge so 1979 I'm thinking 1979 uh, rollers put in she probably did she probably had a little perm done I'd and say blow out probably so at 6.30pm on a bitterly cold December evening Phyllis walked to the bus stop in Ballymanny in Newbridge only a is few that where Sugar was I think so Ballymanny stood yeah uh-huh. only a few metres away from her friend Barbara's house whom she had gone to visit Phyllis was only five feet, feet tall. She was like super petite and really pretty. Um, she was par- carrying the bags of gifts she had purchased for her family and was on her way to visit her father in her childhood home. Phyllis's mother had passed away 10 years previously. So although Phyllis had moved out, she wanted to spend Christmas with her dad. As Phyllis walked in the blistering cold, her mittens, mittened hands in the coat of her jacket, she spoke to an elderly woman. The bus arrived 10 minutes later, but Phyllis Murphy never made it onto the bus. <gasps> so... Phyllis Murphy was described by her sister as a, quote, very quiet girl, sensible and cautious. So when Phyllis did not arrive at her father's house that night, her family became became concerned. They waited and waited in the hopes that Phyllis would make it home. The concern grew into fear and panic and the Murphy family called the Gardaí to tell them they believed something terrible had happened to Phyllis. So the Gardaí were like, but if they're saying this is out of character for her, we're going to, you know. So the Gardaí began a search throughout Kildare. So this was the next morning trying to figure out if maybe Phyllis had taken a lift instead of getting the bus. Phyllis's family told the Guardi that they truly did not think she would have taken a lift, especially from someone she did not know. So for four days, Phyllis's family, along with the Guardi and people in the area, searched for her. Christmas Day came and passed as the Murphys feared the absolute worst. So on St. Stephen's Day, the Guardi received a call from a farmer to say that he had found what seemed to be a woman's overnight bag and some wrapped gifts in an undergrowth. So when the Guardi showed the bag to the Murphy's family, they confirmed it was Phyllis's. Stephen's sister. Yeah. The Murphy's were beside themselves. It seemed their worst fears were coming true. So the Guardi continued their search, but uh, now it was not to find Phyllis alive, but rather to find her body. They were pretty much sure she had been murdered at this point. So one of the largest searches in Ireland at the time continued, with the Guardi combing the Curra for any evidence they could find. Curra? Mm-hmm. So over the following days, Guardi and searchers 
found a pair of boots, a cardigan, mittens, a co- and a coat belt in the Curra area. The mittens contained 60p, the price of the bus fare to Kildare, Kildare Town. And all of the items belonged to Phyllis. So they had Aww. to ring, her, ring the family and be like, can you come look at these and tell us if they're Phyllis's? These poor people, like... So the Guardi called in a sub-aqua team to search the river and detectives from the Technical Bureau were called in. So this made it evidently clear to people helping the Guardi with their search that this case was now being treated as a murder because they're like the Technical Bureau, like the murder squad, like that's what they call them. So so by December 31st, Phyllis still had not been found. Guardi continued door-to-door inquiries, questioning over a thousand people as the community in Kildare kept up the search for Phyllis wanting one way or another to return Phyllis to her heartbroken family. So on January 18th, 1980, 27 days after Phyllis Murphy went missing from a bus stop in Newbridge, a member of the Guardi who was searching in the Wicklow Gap called out to his team. In a wooded area, partially hidden under leaves and debris, he found the body of a naked woman and it was Phyllis Murphy. So Phyllis' family had to travel from their house to this isolated area to identify their 23-year-old sister and daughter. Mm. Which I can't even begin to imagine so the area was cordoned off for further investigation and phyllis's body was transported to nace county hospital dr john harbison carried out phyllis's post-mortem phyllis had been brutally raped and the cause of her death was strangulation so swabs were taken from phyllis's body including vaginal swabs as well as swabs of blood found on her body so they found blood on her body and it wasn't just her blood and how did she die uh strangulation was the cause of her death so brutal rape and then strangulation so Gardy took blood from various men around the area in the hopes that there could be a match. But due to the lack of proper forensics in Ireland at the time, nothing came of this. And people went and gave blood willingly. Yeah, yeah. like hundreds of men gave blood. They were like, well, just whatever you need. So one Gardy, Trevor Laffin, spoke of the discovery of Phyllis's body, how the weather was harsh and freezing and that he felt the Gardy were not equipped to deal with this sort of situation. Laffin had only started his training on January 5th, 1980, but due to the gravity of the case and the need for more help, he and 97 other young trainee Gardy were called into search. In an article in the Cork newspaper, The Echo, he said, quote, I saw her body lying in the snow. It's something I have never forgotten, even though I know I've seen many bodies since then. The sight of Phyllis lying there was something that sent shockwaves through many young men who were there that day. So because they didn't have that many guards, it was Christmas time. They basically took in. These guards were only had only been like training for like 12 days and brought them all out to this murder scene to search for her body. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, how the fuck? Um, <clears throat> So as the Gardaí intensified their investigation, Phyllis Murphy's funeral took place. Over 2,000 people arrived to pay their respects to the devastated Murphy family. So the Gardaí began trying to trace any cars that had been seen in the area and took special interest in a yellow Datsun, asking for the owner of the car or anyone who knew the owner of the car to come forward. So within a few months of the discovery of Phyllis's body, to the dismay of the Gardaí, the Murphy family and the public life, the case went cold. They had nothing. Like, even though they had swabs, even though they had blood, because the forensics were so bad in the country at the and time. no one saw her getting No one anybody. saw her getting into the car. No one saw anybody. This yellow Datsun, they couldn't figure out who owned it. Um, so for 20 years, Phyllis Murphy's case lay untouched. Her family received no answers and her father sadly passed away 10 years after Phyllis's murder. So in 1998... 
an 18-year-old girl named De- uh, Deirdre Jacobs was walking near her home in Newbridge, County Kildare. <clears throat> so this is from Wikipedia. Deirdre was last seen about 3pm on Ju- 28th of July 1998. She had gone to Newbridge uh, to the branch of the Allied Irish Banks to get a bank draft to pay her student accommodation at the university, then went to the post office to post the bank draft. She also visited her grandmother who owned a shop. The last sighting of her was close to her house on Barrettstown Road. At the time of her disappearance, she wore a dark t-shirt and white shoes and was carrying a black bag with a yellow caterpillar ink logo. The bag has never been found. So this was in 1998. So Deirdre was the latest of several women to disappear in the Dublin Midlands Wicklow area and people began to fear that it may be the work of a serial killer. This became known as Ireland's Vanishing Triangle. Mm. So the general public were outraged and demanded answers and for someone to take responsibility for what had happened to these women. Because of the outcry towards these women who were seemingly just disappearing in the Dublin Wicklow area. So from 1993 to 1998, these are the women that disappeared. Anna McCarrick, she was 26. Eva Brennan, 39. Imelda Keenan, 22. Josephine Jojo Dullard, 27. Kira Brennan, 17. Fiona Pender, 25. Fiona Sinnott, 19. And Deirdre Jacob, 18. Which one's the American? Uh, Annie McCarrick. Mm. The Guardi then launched Operation Trace. So, from Catherine Clear in the Irish Why Times. Why do I give them these stupid names? Oh, it's ridiculous. The Guardi love names. Operation Trace, which stands for Tracing, Renewing and Collating Evidence, was set up by the Guardi... So their job! <laughs> ...was set up by the Guardi Commissioner in 1998, excuse me, to compile profiles of men who have shown quote, ser- uh, serious sexual violence against women, end quote, as part of the guard investigation into six missing women in the Le- Leinster area. So the six-member-based team was in Nace in County Kildare, uh, is a, was identifying people with a history of sexual violence. Uh, this trial will include prison records to check if any possible suspects were on temporary release on those dates. The earliest of the six disappearances, that of Annie McCarrick, was in 1993. So, end quote. So, as Phyllis Murphy was one of the women named in Operation Trace, the swabs that had been taken from Phyllis's body in 1989, a time when forensics was truly in its embassy in Ireland, were sent to a forensics laboratory in the UK. Oh. So, along with the swabs that were sent to the UK, the Guardi sent the blood samples taken from various men in the Kandare area in 1989. The hope was to match the blood to DNA found in Phyllis's body. Tests were carried out and the results pointed to a man who lived in the Newbridge area at the time of Phyllis's disappearance. A former army sergeant and father of five, 51-year-old John Creerar. Oh my God. Creerar? 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 I'm not sure if his name. Was arrested on July 13th, 1999. So on July 14th, 1999, he was formally charged with the murder of Phyllis Murphy. So although he was uh, arrested under this Operation Trace, the Guardi said his arrest and this case was being treated as an isolated case and there was no connection with any of the missing other missing women. Okay. So they were like, we believe he's only killed uh, Phyllis. We don't think he's connected to Why any of the Why would he have only killed one woman? That's what I said. So the Guardi uh, surmised the Creerar. Creerar? Creerar? Cunt. C-R-E-R-A-R. Creerar? C-R-E-R-A-R. Could you uh, phonetically spell that for me? C-R... had been driving home after meeting a friend friend this is what they thought had happened and he'd spotted phyllis waiting at the bus stop he had stopped and offered her a lift because of the cold weather and because the murphy family knew his family she accepted Uh, a then abducted phyllis raped and murdered her he then scattered her belongings and burned her clothes so they found some of her clothes and then they found the remainder of her clothes miles away burned. Why would you like scatter? Because he was trying to like distract them to like where her body could be found. But they found her body. So I was like, what's the point of that? 
They did find her body quite far away. Yeah. So like, John, Wicklow's you, gap is not close yeah. to uh, the Curragh. So John Curragh was a serial predator. Rita O'Reilly in her piece in the Irish Independent states that as a soldier in his 20s, Curragh allegedly sexually assaulted a 10-year-old girl. What? Continuing to abuse her into her teenage years and only stopped two years before raping and murdering Phyllis Murphy. Although having never been charged with these crimes, these abuse allegations emerged during Guardi investigation into Phyllis's disappearance. So local sergeant Kevin, Kevin Duran, Duran was placed in charge of questionnaires for Kiltair Down during the investigation. And he heard the allegations on a doorstop, a doorstep when going door to door. So he's going door to door asking people if he's seen anything. And obviously someone in one of the houses is like, he's done all manner of fucked up shit. Yeah. And the guard was like, guard was like, okay, I'll go investigation. So when Duran questioned, I don't know how to pronounce this man's name. Queer, I don't know how to pronounce his name. On January 7th, 1980, he wrote on the top of the questionnaire. So he interviewed this guy. Would recommend that his story be checked. Oh, Okay. So Duran's So he interviewed him at the time. Yeah. So he spoke to somebody at a doorstop. Oh, and then was like, and we the, recommend that this guy's person, story needs yeah, to be checked the person out. At the doorstop was like, this guy's a fucking creep. He's done really fucked up shit. And he's like, okay, I'll go over and interview him. And then he interviewed him and wrote the top of his questionnaire, need to check his story. Duran's, I think it's Duran's alert led to three statements being taken regarding allegations of sexual abuse. So in 1980, Carrera was questioned separately regarding the abuse allegations, but no charges were brought. So they went to his door to ask him about Phyllis. And then ended up asking him about these allegations that were brought forward. Uh, so this is from the Irish Times, quote, The local guard, the super, superintendent in Kildare, Pat, Pat Flynn, recorded that some members of the victim's family had told him that they did not want to pursue the matter at present because of the hailing, failing health of a party involved. So these girls were saying, he's done this to us. And then they were like, but we don't want to bring it any further. Aww. So, uh, yeah, this is massive trigger warnings for child abuse. So in 1999, Carrera was questioned again about the abuse, abuse allegations after his arrest for Phyllis Murphy's murder. He told the Gardaí that the allegations were, quote, all lies and claimed the father of one of the victims had sorted out the issue with him. He told Gardaí that the 10-year-old who had told the Gardaí of the sexual abuse was, quote, a born liar. I caught her thieving and she had come on to me to get out of it. She's 10. She's 10. There may have been some kissing and feeling going on, but that was because she came on to me. She's 10. She's 10 years old. A dirty cunt. There were three further statements from girls I hate, between... I hate, I hate, I, I know. Hate. Three further statements from girls between the ages of 10 and 15 in which they stated Carrera had assaulted or attempted to rape them. Carrera denied, denied all, all these charges. These poor girls. Fucking 10 years old and he's like, oh, she came on to me. She's 10, motherfucker. You're a fucking paedophile. Hmm. So whilst being interviewed in 1980 for these allegations, also I would just like to add his wife stuck by him with all when all this is going on, just FYI. So, and his none of his kids believe that he did any of this. So whilst three being women came forward and his DNA three, was not only three found. Three women, three children were like, this man tried to rape us and he sexually abused us. And it, he, he, your husband is telling you a 10 year old came on to him. Yeah. And you believe him. So whilst being interviewed in 1980 for these allegations, the Gardaí asked Carrera to give a detailed statement uh, accounting for his whereabouts on the day that Phyllis went missing. So this is when they went to, the, to his door. So on January 16th, he gave a statement saying that he was with an old army friend, Paddy Bulger, for the entire day and night. When the Gardaí spoke to Paddy, he confirmed Carrera's alibi. So he was like, yeah, I was with him. The Gardaí took Bulger's word and Carrera was removed from their list of suspects. Brilliant. Carrera also gave a blood sample to the Gardaí willingly in March 1980. So on the day that Carrera was arrested, Paddy Bulger was also arrested for giving a false alibi. Ah. Upon initial questioning, Bulger immediately retracted his alibi and was released. He was like, I was lying. 
immediately because he was like fuck because obviously this guy had told Paddy to give an alibi for something random hadn't told him it was because it was about this rape and murder of a girl or he had, so, or he had and this guy's a fucking and scumbag a and a fucking little bitch as well because as soon as they brought him in he was like oh I was lying so he was released there was no charges brought against him so on October 7th 2002 John Carrera's trial began Phyllis Murphy's family who had moved to various parts of the country and the world all came back to Ireland and sat in the court to watch the man who had murdered their sister be tried Carrara pleaded not guilty to a packed courtroom and a jury consisting of six men and six women. So this is from the article. We love a half and half, don't we? We love a half and half. So this is from an article in the Irish Times. Uh, The court heard that blood samples submitted for reanalysis 20 years after the killing and a change of evidence by an alibi witness would point to Mr. John Carrera's involvement in the death and give ample evidence on which to decide his guilt or innocence. So Paddy Balger, the guy who gave him the fake alibi, mm. told the trial that he told the Gardaí incorrect information in 1980, but decided to tell the truth in 1999. Bollocks. So although Carrara was sti- uh, still stated he was telling the truth, Balger said Carrara had not turned up for work as a security guard at the Black & Decker plant in Kildare at 8pm that evening, as he had said he had done, but instead turned up at 9pm and left immediately only to return at 10.45pm. So he clearly picked her up, killed her, went into work and then left again to do whatever he did to her body. So this statement, along with the indisputable DNA evidence, led the jury to give a unanimous verdict of guilty of murder. So from the Irish Times. In the Central Criminal Court, Mr. Justice McKechnie, I think is the name, passed the mandatory life sentence. There's not a lot of names in this. There is. Passed the mandatory life sentence and refused leave to appeal. Quote, in accordance with the law, the only sentence available to me for the one that I am now to pass is life imprisonment, the judge said. Carrar put his head on his hands as his family wept. Uh... He had denied murdering Phyllis throughout the trial, but the realisation that DNA DNA does not lie hit this motherfucker like a ton of bricks. Because he was like, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. And they're like, your DNA is all over her body. So did he try and explain why her... He said that he... Here's what he said. He said he didn't know her at all. But you hear this. He said to the guardy, I don't know who she is, I've never met in my life. I wouldn't even know who she looks like. I don't know who you're talking about. Um... Carrera even denied knowing Phyllis. This was soon disregarded as soon as Phyllis's sister Barbara took the stand to tell the court that she and Phyllis had babysat for his children when they were teenagers. She's like, I don't know who she is. I've never met in my life before. And they were like, you do know her. She babysat for you. You know her family and your dad, your father knows her father. What are you talking about? So he was just continuously lying and trying to get himself out of it. And when they kept asking him how his DNA got on her body, he was like, I don't know. I don't understand what DNA is. I don't know. I don't understand. So like at that point why like if he was saying I've never oh, met her yeah why was why didn't his wife go what the fuck are you lying his about his wife stood by him the entire time the entire time and his family were like devastated and believed that he didn't do any of this I'm like come on so why is your dad sitting in court saying I never met why her why is your dad's DNA all over her fucking dead body when you ba- when she babysat when you when she babysat you what are you talking about they just sat there and were like obviously because I think you get to a point with these situations where you can just convince yourself of things and I think that's what they did because like he clearly fucking did he 100% did it like there's no doubt um, Carrera was sentenced to life as mentioned above he is currently still in jail age 71 and the date of his release is imminent so imminent so, yeah it's on the way because life is not that long like he got he was 51 when he was so mm. Barbara Murphy, Phyllis's sister, gave an interview to News Talk in 2019. She said the family does not allow themselves to feel any bitterness and that they continue to live their lives for Phyllis. Barbara went on to say that Murphy, uh, 
the Murph, sorry, the Murphys feel nothing but sympathy for John Crearer's family. Quote, why would we have any grudges against his family? They went through hell themselves. It's him and that's it. It has nothing to do with his family, which is wonderful and fabulous from her because they're obviously very kind people. But fuck his family because his wife literally stood by as her husband was clearly going to court for murdering somebody. Yeah. And like, not only that, three girls come forward and are like, with this basically the same story to be like, this man assaulted us and molested us when we were children. And you, your husband turned around and says to you, oh, she stole something so she tried to come on to me and feel me up. And you sit there and believe that. And she's 10. And you have children of your own. Like, um, so Barbara went on to talk about how it felt to hear a guilty verdict. Quote, he couldn't even start to think what it was like. Even all the old guards that came back for the verdict, even the bus driver that brought us up every day. He was from Dublin, but he cried and he cried and he cried. Barbara said that they do everything in their life thinking of Phyllis. Everything we do, we maybe overdo it for her. We live for her. So no connection between Annie McCarrick, Eve Brennan, Eva Brennan, Imelda Keenan, Joseph, Josephine jo- Jojo Dollard, Kira Breen, Fiona Pender, Fiona Sinish, Deirdre Jacob, um, and John Creer has been made so they haven't but been Jojo, Jojo Dullard went missing in very similar circumstances yeah and a lot of them have actually gone missing circumstances uh, but it is incredibly difficult to believe that Phyllis Murphy was John Creer's only murder not only that so he was in the army and when he was in the army there were two separate attempted rape charges brought against him and they were both dropped what? Mm-hmm. so he has a history and not only that, like, when I read, because this area, whatever, it's a fucking weird area, but, like, a lot of people think Larry Murphy did yeah. two to three of those cases yeah. as well. And I know they're still trying to get him. So the one in Johnny Fox's, yeah. which is the American girl. Yeah, I think, Carrick, yeah. Um, they think that Larry Murphy did that. Yeah. And the they Fiona Pender one, but... They think she, they they think he did Deirdre, uh, Deirdre Jacobs as well, the 18-year-old. They're pretty sure that they're trying to get him for it. But <coughs> obviously, they haven't gotten him for it. But like the fact that all of these women disappeared in a five year and not only disappeared, she was the only one that was found, Sarah. Yeah, all their bodies were All their like, bodies are gone. Yeah. And that's why I'm thinking, I don't think he's linked to, because whoever disappeared, these women did it in a way that they would never be found. Like, ever, ever, ever be found. Because how long has it been 1993 and they still haven't found any of their bodies? Yeah. And Larry Murphy has a weird link to Raynard Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was thrown out. That's been shown that it's not true, so. Yeah, but it was just this, like, weird coincidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's very similar to his kind of MO or whatever. No, the only similarity was, didn't he, like, own a toy shop or something? Worked in a toy shop? And it was an invoice in her grandmother's house? No, that's Deirdre Jacobs. Oh. So that's why they're trying to link her... Because he did work for her grandmother, so they're oh, trying to okay. link him to her as well. They haven't yet, but I know. But Larry Murphy's out walking around, walking around, walking around. Not a bother him. He's in London, but he's back in Ireland now. Yeah. It's just like I don't believe for a second that's any person that he murdered. No, it couldn't be. Not for a fucking second do I believe that's any woman he murdered. Do you know what I always find shock? Well, I find all of these things shocking, but how fast it happens? So quick, so quick. Like, and then goes just goes back to work. Yeah, just goes back to work. Like, brutally rapes her, strangles her to death, leaves her naked body. Well, I don't think he did. I'd say he had her in a car or something. Oh no, but he dumped work. he dumped her naked body in the freezing cold. Like, threw her shit everywhere, and then went to work, and then sat around for twenty three years, living his life. And the fact that the guardy, I just think it's very strange that the guardy were like they were eyeing him, obviously. And clearly they couldn't get anything on him, but like, 
at the same time, 23 years. And it took the disappearance of six other women for them to be like, oh, fuck, maybe we it should. It didn't take do. the disappearance of six other women. Maybe we should do something, lads. These women, like, they they don't do anything. No. Those women's killers haven't been found. Their, bo- they, their bodies haven't been fucking found. Nothing has been found. Nothing. And, like, that's, like, they were like, it, it's probably a serial killer in Ireland. I'm like, it's probably fucking Larry Murphy. Hmm? The feeling is it is Larry Murphy, yeah. but there's no. They don't have anything on him. They can't get him. No. They just can't get him, like. But yeah. Good job, dude. And um, her family are lovely people. Like I was reading interviews with her family and they're just the loveliest people and they've been through hell fucking two days before Christmas. I just spent your Stephen's day out in the car fucking searching through sister. looking for your sister's body. And that cunt sitting at home. I just don't how I don't understand. Like any ma- any man that would ever say uh, I caught a 10 year old thieving and she was came on to me and I let any that's a pe- your husband's a paedophile yeah. man your husband is a paedophile your father is a paedophile and he's a rapist and he's a fucking murderer like they still believe he didn't do it they're still standing by him and being like he didn't actually do this and I'm like he did but um but it is quite shocking the other struggle of that story is the fact that all those women just disappeared mm-hmm vanished gone and she was the only one that was found yeah and we were just and the guard everyone was just like that's great just let them disappear now that's fine anyway guardy you're shite lads um <laughs> but at least they got him yeah that's something I suppose is it and he's in jail but he's 71 now and apparently he'll he'll be out soon but the ma- the does family still stand by him <sighs> oh yeah obviously yeah mm. they like apparently is daughters were like weeping and wailing in the fucking courtroom I'm sorry your dad is a paedophile and a murderer and a rapist like it's indisputable that he did this he 100% did family it family and Bally Firma and there was a they wrote a book about their ordeal oh god stop that fucking click click book yeah no. but uh, their mother sat in the courtroom on the other side of the courtroom I, I can't now, th- then afterwards, she said that she was, like, equally as, like, traumatised and abused. equally as, as abused, but... And they, is he dead, Sarah? Yeah. Yeah, Good. he is, yeah. I hope he's rotten in hell. Um, My mother read that book. Well, like, read that book if you want to nope, read that book, read but, like, that book is so triggering. No. It's called Click Click. I will never, ever read it. My mother read it and told me about it and I had to get her to stop. Yeah, no, it's... I, I'll read a lot of stuff, but anything... Like there was more of that about that kind of abuse and I was like I'm not reading this it's just it hits a point where I'm like I don't I don't need to know what these girls went through they've suffered enough I hope they're healing Um, but that motherfucker just the damage he did to children and then was like trying to convince people that a 10 year old was caught thieving and came out what? Mm. like no anyway fuck that guy I hope you're rotten in he- fucking jail I hope you're rotten in hell you piece of shit fuck that guy fuck that guy and um Rest in peace, Phil Murphy. And I'm glad, you know, it's a really fucked up thing to say, but I'm glad they found her body. Yeah. But I always think that's the thing. It's like the thing of like not having, not having a moment yeah. to go, well, at least I know where you were. And I know her. like yeah. that we got to bury and you and we got to worst, say goodbye I think to I always you. say this, that one of the worst things in the world is false hope. Yeah. Because if a person isn't found, there's always that thing in the back of your head going, maybe, maybe, maybe. And that sometimes can be even worse than finding them because it is false hope. So at least these people had their peace and they were able to bury their sister. And I have false hope about finding my Tamagotchi. Your Tamagotchi is gone. R.I.P. Tamagotchi. 
It's in the floorboards of Amanda's house. And every now and then I can hear it dying. It dies over and over again. Covered in shit. And my dad's still can't find it. Yeah. I tell I got you that fell in the floorboard of my mum and dad's house when I was nine or ten. Or twenty two. Who knows? And you can still hear it dying. I was obsessed with Tamagotchis. I loved a Tamagotchi. Like the simple, the simpleness of it. It was just like, this is wonderful. Yeah. Have some food. Go to the toilet. I never Clean went. your poop. The buttons used to always confuse me. It's just like four buttons. Yeah, four buttons. And they had no markings on them. Um, I used to like cleaning their poop. Mm. That was my favourite thing to do. I like feeding them. Scooping up the poop. I hate doing it now with my real animals, but you're yeah. listening, you have that. Lucia had a massive piss downstairs in the house last Lucia! night. Lucia! That bitch. She's um, a sweet baby angel from heaven. What's your plans for the week? Are you watching anything? Are you no. reading any books? No, I am reading books. I'm not watching. I'm not watching anything. Watch. Have I? Have I watching anything? No, I'm watching anything. I should really start to watch something, but I'm not bothered. Okay. I'm kind of just uh, reading the news ad nauseum, and I think that's what's wrong with me. Oh fucking! I'm like obsessing about what's happening in Palestine, Palestine. at the moment, and I am really upset and it's devastating and awful. And if we, I have a link on our Instagram page. If you, can, I know we say this a lot, and we're always like, if you can help, but if you can help in any way, please, please do. These people are. Uh, being annihilated yeah. and this is a fucking genocide yeah. so if you can help please 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 do uh, also being uh, anti-genocide and anti-war does not mean you're anti-semitic because I think that that argument is popping up a lot I do not is hate it? I do not hate Israeli people I do not hate Israel do I hate their government and their military yes I fucking do um, that's who I hate I don't hate Israelis I don't hate people who I don't hate their faith I don't hate what they practice I hate that they are dropping bombs on children mm-hmm. and then being like when they are throwing missiles at us you have a three billion dollar missile deflector in your fucking country they can't do any damage to you I read a tweet from a girl in Israel yesterday complaining that her brunch was uh, ruined because of what's happening at the moment her brunch they are murdering babies they are murdering babies and her brunch was disturbed. So that level of disconnect is, yeah. I can't even begin to function. My brain is not working with it at the moment. So if you can help Palestine and the Palestinians in any way, please, please do. Because this is, this we are what, like, we are watching the genocide of the people. But we've been it, watching the genocide of people for, for years. Forever. Forever. Like, like, it's just, it's like you're, I'm on my phone and I'm like, oh, okay. There you yeah. Apartheid. Okay, great. Like, what are you meant to do? Give money. And then I'm like, is it going to Hamas or is it going to these people? I don't know. What do you do? Like, I don't know what to do. I don't don't know what to do. Just stop. Please stop. (laughs) Say, two Irish women. I did. Doing a podcast. Yeah. It's just that thing of like, when you're sitting on your phone and you're reading it and then you're like, share on your Instagram. And then you've, like, I get these, yeah, the other day I had a moment where I was sitting in the nail salon and I was reading the news and then I was working and I was like, this is so, like, I just felt like a hypocrite. Yeah. I felt yeah. like a hypocrite. I totally get it. I felt this moment of like, I should just get up and walk out of here and give everything I possibly can yeah. to these people. Because I just watched a video where there are children mm-hmm. being taught to laugh at the sound yeah. of bombs yeah. so that their father doesn't allow them to be Terrified. traumatized yeah. by what's happening and they can't protect them. No. They, like People putting up tweets of being like, I brought my children into my room tonight because if we die, we die together. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, okay, on my iPhone, good night. Yeah. Like, and I think that that is the thing where 
it's so hard to it's white people problems but it's so hard I, I don't understand what I meant to do that's the thing I don't it's know, like this I don't feeling know what of I meant like, to do I don't know and I know that like it's that thing of like I don't know what else I can do yeah. and and it's gonna sound like such a fucking like this is an actual white person problem but just feeling incredibly guilty yeah and you I feel guilty and I feel useless yeah I feel like I can turn on the news and then I can turn off, off the news and then I just live my piddly little life with my piddly ass little problems mm. and these people are being annihilated in yeah. front of us. Yeah. Like destroyed, tortured, murdered in front mm-hmm. of us. And I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do, man? Like, and it's a real thing. It's like, because I keep saying, what do I do? What do I do? And it's like, spread news and bring awareness. And I'm like, yeah, but what, what am I doing? But like, and I, right, and I get that, right? Because spread news and bring awareness. And I'm going to sound like you now for a minute. But like, what good is that done? Because like, yeah. the Irish people have this real sense of like, empathy with the Palestinians. Yeah. Because it's a, it's an entire country that's yeah. been colonised. Yeah, basically, yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. It's a colonisation of yeah. people. Like, yeah. Israel didn't exist in 1970. No. And then they just came um, in and then they're like, give us, like, they're taking their fucking houses. Yeah. They're walking in and taking, like, I can't comprehend this. Anyway. It was in a bummer note, sorry. Yeah, no, we're sorry, it's on it a bummer. Somewhere on a bummer. We'll, t- we'll, well, let's not finish on a bummer. But My bra's killing me, I'm taking it okay, off. Okay, take it off. Taking off the brassiere. Um, what are you going to do this week? I'm going to, to make yourself happy. Absolutely fucking nothing. I'm actually nothing. Okay. Well, we're good. Well, no, that's next week. We're doing that next nah. week. Me and you, buddy. We're getting our haircuts. We're getting hair dids. And we're going to go get nice lunch. And we're going to hang out and eat things. Yeah. And we're going to stay in a hotel. Yes. Yeah. I'm so excited. Let's go to the beach. Beach. Let's oh. go get a wave. Um, Who sings that song? Uh, uh, the, the lady, the rapper lady. Ninky Minaj. Yeah, Ninky Minaj. Ninky Minaj. Um, Did you ever see that that um, Vine from that guy? No. And he's like, let's all go to the beach, beach. He goes, Ninky Minaj. It makes me laugh. I think it's the guy who did it on an adult version. No, it's not the guy who did it on an adult version. I'm an adult version. I'm an adult version. Okay, that's everything. Sorry about the bummer. Yeah, happy Christmas. And Everybody enjoy your week. Have a good day. And be nice to people and try and help Palestine if you can, if you can, if you can, if you can. If you can. Yeah. But if you can. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated if you can. Wear a mask. Who's getting vaccinated now? What's the age? Uh, 50. God damn it. 50 something. You're nearly there. By June. You will have been there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Hey, okay. Thank you for listening to this week's... What is this? 47? Uh, Dicks Weeks. Dicks Weeks. Dicks Dicks Weeks. Dicks Weeks. Dicks 46. I don't know. I'm going to go get me ice cream. Yeah, okay. Let's do No, it's too late. Okay, well, shut up then. Go get six burgers. Don't, no, don't get six burgers. That's a terrible idea. You Colin can do, can do it. I've yeah. got a constitution that I don't have. Six burgers, one after the other. And he doesn't stop. And then he comes home and I'm like, you're right. And he's like, oh, so go back home. Yeah, and then he throws up. Okay, bye. Sarah.
can't say her second name. Sarah, just call her Sarah Jane. Fuck man, we're too angry, Jane. Fuck man, and we don't need Dave. Fuck man, because we have a plan. Fuck man, and casting every man. Absolute killing. Okay.